Well, hello there and happy new year to you too. Can't believe it's 2022. Today, we're pressing the rewind button and going way back to the 20th episode of Made in India from October 2015. I can't believe that was almost seven years ago. Well, I basically got Indian-born, California-based indie folk singer-songwriter Zoya Mohan on the show. We chatted about old albums that will never see the light of day, her first guitar, her EP Letters to Tosca, and moving back to India. So this is May, and you're tuned in to Made in India. It's my little podcast to uh, my precious indie love. So um, the thing is, today in the studio right now, I've got singer-songwriter Zoya Mohan. Hi, Zoya. Hi. Hi. So um, interestingly enough, um, you are a local girl only, but brought up there in Yamerikya. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> in Orange County, right? Yeah. In California. In Cali. So um, you are also a product of Berkeley School of Music, which is interesting. We're going to talk I'm about that. I'm a product of Berkeley. Well, oh, you went there. Came out, something happened yeah. in between. Okay, that's true. It's all thanks to Berkeley. So, um, also, what I find really interesting is like listening to your music and getting to sort of understand the stuff that you put out there. It's this beautiful meld of uh, indie folk and in the influences, the kind of instruments that you use and put together. There's even like a little bit of Hindustani yeah. influence. I kind of like all that coming together. So, um, from whatever I have sort of read up about you and stuff, whether you started out as a dancer, then a painter, and then music came along. So, what made you think? I think the music is the arts I want to pursue. Oh man! Well, first of all, for sure, music is the most challenging. Really? Like I never can, like I never can stop learning, and I never will be able to master it. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many things to write about. There's so many new chords to learn. There's so many different types of harmony around the world. Mm-hmm. So that's what I found interesting. Once you knew how the how the fundamentals of painting were, it just felt like okay, let's find a new picture, and that was the only thing. Nice. Um, so I kind of just love music in an emotional part, in um, just a structural part of harmony and how you're playing things. So. It just was constantly challenging so I heard that your dad gave you a guitar like that's how you yeah first... he gave me a guitar I mean I was dancing I used to like sing at the top of our staircase and he was like <laughs> so for my like I think it was my like 11th or 12th uh, Christmas he gave mm-hmm. me a guitar wow and, yeah, so and you're then. like love you daddy yeah well, I think it's all cause of you <laughs> so um actually I found out that in uh, 2007 and 2009 you came to like Delhi or Noida I went to Noida yeah and you made kid. two albums I made two albums and no one is ever gonna be able to hear those on the <laughs> planet they're burned and put into <laughs> I mean when you're a kid you like don't really know I mean now listening to any any artist listening to something mm-hmm. that they did when they were like 13 or 14 probably never want to hear it again and probably want no one else to hear it so that's how I feel about that um it was just very pop it wasn't I never found my sound yet I just knew I was a singer and I was just writing songs and it was an awesome experience though to be so young and go into a studio and have producers and people and just get to understand that kind of life you know so early um so it was a great learning experience I know even I like I went to my first ever radio station when I was eight years old we won a contest my mom put us in and I got to talk on the radio yeah it was crazy I was eight 
eight. Oh but my you know, God. it's, it's, yeah. it's like one of these things that I only remembered much later. Like now that I'm doing radio, my mom was like, oh, you remember when, and it was in Qatar in the Middle East. Oh my like, God. There's like one radio station there. And there was this British lady who was like super nice to us. And like they used to use CDs, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> and put them in and then play it. Like, and then even older than that was like records, right? So it's really interesting when you get a chance to do something that you end up doing for the rest of your life. Yeah, and really I had no young. idea that. And I was just like, cool dad, sure, I'll go record these songs. And he was like, do it. He's like, what else are you going to do when you're here for like two months? And I was like, okay. Wow. So, so we used to come every summer, basically, to Delhi. You going to give me an example of how cheesy it was? You never no. know? No way. No? No way. It's going to be a secret forever? Yep. Damn it. <laughs> You're killing me, man. You're killing me. I don't even remember, honestly. It's like You're, blocked yeah, it out. Yeah, you do. No, it's blocked <laughs> out. He probably remembers. He used to play some of those songs with me in high school because I, I still hadn't gotten over that weird pop face. And, I don't know. Never mind. We're going to stop Maybe talking about this now. Maybe you never will. <laughs> Anthony, you and me later. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> We've also got guitarist Anthony in the studio. I told you to introduce you. That was so mean of me. It's okay. I'm just a fly on the wall. I'm just here to make her look better. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you say the other day? You're the dessert. Uh, I said that I'm the dessert at the end of the meal you didn't know you would have, but the favorite part. <laughs> That was really good. I know, is that poetry? So you tell all the ladies? Mm, some of them. The Indian <laughs> ones, maybe. <laughs> Thanks. It doesn't work everywhere in the world. <laughs> Why? Did you get slapped instead? I don't know. Like, I don't like dessert, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want spice the pickle. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. So, um, you know, you released, um, okay, so if we're barring 2007, 2009 yeah, album, your actual <laughs> debut was uh, over a year ago when you put out yeah. Letters of Tosca. So, um, I gotta say, my favorite song, Willow. Wow, interesting. That's a very interesting, really? yeah. Does no one like Willow? No, no, a lot of people like Willows, but I, I oh. normally get like the Fire, Letters to Tosca, Forgive and Forget, but recently the past week we were filming with MTV Indies Boys this oh, weekend, yeah, yeah. and they were like, Willows, you have to play Willows. And I was like, what is this obsession with Willows? No, <laughs> Willows is really good. But Willows I was like, always, like, I think every time I used to have these discussions with your friends about like what songs you used to like from an album, like I had this huge, like, just argument with someone I used to work with before about like Third Eye Blind's like best song was like this one or something and then and, then, <laughs> and it was always the ones that no one else liked so I was always like that B-side girl like I said like the ones that not even the musicians would thought Black were sheep. Oh, Black on sheep. the A-side yeah. right? Black Sheep Life <laughs> So actually tell me a little bit about uh, Letters of Tosca and how it came together um, well, I think I consider that my first record I put out just because mm -hmm. I'm the most proud of it. And it was something, it was an awesome experience because I recorded everything in my room. I taught myself how to use Logic and Pro Tools and all that and had just wow. literally two speakers, one computer and one interface and had my friends just come into my apartment and record stuff. So um, the sound I captured with that record is exactly what I always was searching for. I mean, I worked yeah. in studio, I did an album in America too after the two Delhi ones and even <laughs> that one I never put out um, just because... Yeah. For some reason, people would take my songs and make them. It's a very fine line with what I want to do. They are catchy. They are in the pop format, but I want some other kind of sounds inside. I kind of, of think of it like sound collecting. Like I'll just yeah. collect different instruments and even my voice. I use my voice as an instrument in the background and stuff. And I never felt like I could do that in a studio. I was always pressured by time, money, whatever. And when I'm in my own room and in my space, it was so much easier. There's way more freedom. So, you don't yeah. have some producer telling you and that. We would I do think. weird shit. Did I say shit? 
That's okay. We would do weird shit. It's constantly so. the F word. <laughs> okay. If you say the F word, I didn't ask. This all my like, together first... I work with. Uh, if the F, if someone drops the F bomb, it gets bleeped really? out. Which shit's fine. People use shit all the time. Sweet. So we could do a bunch of this crazy shit. We could um, <laughs> tap on walls. My drummer would like oh, put nice. this little drum, and he would put it on our stove for a little bit, so it would make different sounds. Like after it got heated up, like just random things, man. Like wow. using my like belts, like I have little bells as like a part of the snare. I don't know, like that. that you can't do in a studio so that's fun yeah that record was and like ends up being really baby. organic and really yeah. yeah and I feel like that's what people liked about it that it was just new and you felt the naturalness you felt like I was singing in my room and that's what I wanted so nice yeah. so um actually what is going to be the first song that you guys are going to play for me today um we will play letters yeah. I guess may as well now we're talking about it okay cool so can you tell me about the song a little bit um, because Tosca is a Russian word. Yeah, so I actually Tosca, looked it up and I was like, "Yeah, it's Tosca." It's so yeah. So many people ask, and like at shows, I'll kind of tease them and be like, "I'm not going to tell you. Like, you can Google it." <laughs> but um, I'll tell you. So Tosca is a <laughs> Russian word that was untranslatable in the English language. But um, a writer named Vladimir Novikov tried to um, translate it, basically, and it's like a paragraph long definition but it's like the most beautiful paragraph I've ever read in my life um, but it's basically spiritual restlessness like longing for something that isn't actually there mm-hmm. it's not nostalgia because nostalgia you're looking back on something you know happened and you're missing but this is like that weird feeling that all of us humans have we're like searching for something more and more and more and more and we don't know even if it exists or what it is mm-hmm. um, so it's that feeling of nice. yeah so it's weird it's a weird cool. feeling but um, yeah letters to that feeling <laughs> cool. Guys, go for it. Okay. Thank you. 
to Tosca by Zoya. So um, we've been talking about your music, uh, your album. You just played a song from it, Letters uh, to Tosca. Very interesting. Mm. Now, um, you know what? Now you have a more recent release, which is The Girl Who Used to Live in My Room. Yeah. Okay. And I wanted to know, how was that like different from Letters to Tosca? What was your journey then putting that together? Because that was a full-length album. Yeah, um, that was definitely way different in sound because yeah. between Letters to Tosca, I mean, I didn't re- realize the uh, feedback I'd get from that record. So I had to get a band together and start playing shows and whatever. So we were just touring a lot, playing a lot. And when you have a full band on stage, you're playing venues where people want to drink and have a good time. So my kind of quiet singer-songwriter stuff, I felt like we had to a little bit meld to the situation and the mm-hmm. environment. So we got drum kit, you know, that changes the sound immediately. Um, But the girl who used to live in my room was kind of the, just the the end result of playing so many live shows with the full band. Mm -hmm. So it was basically like very much so how our full band set sounds live. Um, So we used to come into the studio and record what we were playing every night. So that was definitely way different than Letters to Tosca. I mean, now I'm working on a little new EP on the side and I'm going back to what Letters to Tosca sounded like, but nonetheless, it was still a great experience to have that kind of recording process compared to before. Oh, nice. Yeah. And also, you're someone who likes, like you said before, like heating up a jar on your stove. And there's yeah. also little instruments that you like to use. Like, I, I heard you use a tabla on this one. And yeah, you were, we like, used a bunch of weird yeah. stuff, like vibraphone and cello, yeah. bensori, saxophone, um, calabash. It's like this African, like it literally looks like a fruit bowl that you put on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we use a lot of weird instruments. And that whole album still, I did record in people's apartments and everything the only thing that we didn't was this drum kit you know because that's really hard to capture that kind of sound without the right equipment so I mean I did have to go to the studio which was fun annoying (laughs) I really don't I don't know why it's just not my space I have done it as a singer going Mm -hmm. in and that's fine but when I'm recording my music like I want to be able to be creative on the spot not worry about time I don't know it's just it just feels like so much effort and it's like, why? Why can't I just? We you have just, the like, you should wander opportunity off, now to get just, a cup of tea, yeah, come back. Yeah, and we have the opportunity now to just get like my equipment is so it's honestly under like six hundred dollars US dollars, and it's like cheap and portable. Like I have it with me in India. You know, it's like yeah. I can make a record anywhere. That's true, That's actually. Anyway. If you have a really good mixing engineer and you have a really good person to master your stuff, then do it that way. I think. Of course. You know, that, the, all, I always maybe. top it off with like a really good guy who can master it really well. <laughs> so it can sound like I did it in a studio. But, please help me. Yeah, please just make it sound like Now it just like sounds I like a jumble cool. of sounds together. Yeah. You're going to make it all pretty and nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, also another thing, the, the album, um, The Girl Who Used to Live in My Room, um, that was a Kickstarter campaign that you had done as well. Was that yeah. really hard? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know a lot of people who've been totally. doing it lately. I mean, I, well, I got the opportunity to go on tour with a girl named Kavehi. She's like very famous yes. in the States. And she's a lo- she has these looping things. Yeah. And, so yeah, yeah. she asked me to go on tour with her, which was so fun. Um, but after I got off tour with her, hearing her story, her whole career is funded by Kickstarter. You know, she's done like oh. over seven and she'll ask for like $3,000 and get like literally like $50,000 for like one project. You know, like she's chilling. <laughs> um, oh but hearing God. her story and actually after shows, fans would just like line up and want to take pictures with us and stuff. And just hearing people come up and be like, I backed you. Like I'm a Kickstarter backer and having the audience be a part of the music in some level and feeling yeah. like they helped to create it. That was awesome. So I decided to try and do one. Wow. And it worked out really well, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do it again unless... No, it's a nightmare because you feel like you're selling yourself so much, even though the yeah. people genuinely love what you're doing. And they did, which was so awesome. Like when, when we got, we got funded, like, and we still had like two weeks left in the campaign, you know? Right. So that was awesome. But it was just, yeah, I felt weird about That's why I never did it before. I feel weird. Actually, because, you know, people. I mean, we got introduced to Vasudha Sharma. Yeah. Vasudha had like put us together and Vasudha did a Kickstarter yeah. as well. And she's like, oh, yeah. oh my God. I pretty much was like making like, why don't you please give me money? <laughs> Yeah, and you have to put together the packages that took forever, mailing yeah. out everything. I mean, it was great. It was fun. I did it. I don't, I'd been there. Got to work for your money, man. Got to work for the money. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to do that again. <laughs> um, now, another thing is, which I found really interesting off um, your um, the girl album was that you collaborated with Kiran Gandhi, yeah, the drummer yeah. from MIA. Yeah. What was that you like? You did such good research on me. Wow, you know me. Just a big, I'm just a really good stalker. <laughs> it's just a, it's a journalism really is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Kiran is honestly one of the most amazing women I've ever met. Yeah, um, yeah. Me and her just instantly connected on like a spiritual level and just as friends, you know? Um, and she... Working with her was so fun, so fun. Mm. I mean, we we I both do music business. I studied music business at Berkeley too. So we both are like super into that. And then we both are super into our art. So it was awesome collaborating with her. And she actually taught me a philosophy called atomic living. So we bonded over that. And that's like one of my tattoos on my foot. It's like What's the atomic only- living? Everything in the world is atoms. I'm gonna try to say this really fast, but Go everything in the world is atoms and atoms bounce off of each other just like humans do. But the difference between an atom and a human is that we have a choice of who to bounce off of, where to bounce off of. And she thinks that's our dilemma as humans. We have so many choices and we don't know what's the right one to get to point B that we're all trying to go. Mm. So she says, pick five, six passions, pillars in your life. So for me, like traveling, art, family, that kind of thing, learning, um, and make all your decisions off of that. Never make a decision based on some job you see yourself having in the future or some just kind of minute things that don't really matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, make your decisions based on passion. So she calls those little moments when you meet someone, like how I met you or how you just yeah. meet someone, you instantly connect and it branches off to a new thing. She calls them atomic moments. So Atomic I like moments. It. Yeah. That's quite nice. Yeah. There is a song. Blondie did a song called Atomic, right? I don't know if she was oh, really? No. Okay, it was Kieran's philosophy. She created the philosophy. Yeah. After no, toying no, with MIA, I'm sure you're like, <laughs> okay. No, it was a song by Blondie, I? like I think in the 70s, called Atomic. She, I, I think the only thing I knew about this song was she wore a garbage bag in the video. Oh, she was no like, way. She, Blondie was just like, I'm gonna check like, she, it like out. she looked, she was so hot then. She just like, she looked good in a garbage bag. I'm going to check it out and send it to Kieran after this. Like, was this <laughs> your inspiration? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, So what's the second song that you guys are going to play for me today? Um, Well, now that you mentioned The Girl He's Still in My Room, let's do one of the singles we actually released here Mm -hmm. um, called What's Done Is Done from the album. Yeah. So we can do that for you. Perfect. 
chasing after you Shadow for fun And it was you caught me wishing to change Told me it's no use What's done is done What's done is done What's done is done I should thank you Cause when panic grows And I'm close to giving up I kept your words In the back of my tongue To remind myself That there's no use for excuses What's done is done What's done is done And what's done is done Then you keep your brain well fed Nothing can apprehend the moments you've spent Or the ones you've kept Now I take more time to smile Could care less about the errors And I'm hooked on trial And it won't be long till I become a to complications Oh, and when they come I'll disregard caution Cause what'll come will come What'll come will come And what's done is done Well And if there's a roof Over your bed You got love and warmth And you keep your brain well fed Nothing can Reprehend the moments You've spent Oh, the ones you've kept. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was What's Done is Done by Zoya. We've got Anthony on guitars. So, um, <laughs> Anthony looks super perky. <laughs> or not? No. I mean, whatever you want me to do. Well, as long as you're not feeling I'm, I'm in air conditioning. I'm yeah, really I'm happy right I'm now. Me too. Too hot outside. I know that's why we're here. Yeah. I'm like, when you am just... I gonna get back to California? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, what? I wanted to ask you, like, listening to your music and listening to your albums and, um, how everything sort of comes together and how you feel. Um, when when I was getting the sense of your music, there's, I don't know if I'm totally wrong here, but it's just like the sort of vibe that I get. And I feel like there is a like like a like a turmoil or something like very internally, and um, whatever that hurting is inside, everything, all your words that you use, like forgive and forget, and what's done is done, or um, what am I supposed to do, or catch and release, everything seems to have this this sense of whatever hurting that you're having inside, you want to sort of push aside and keep in the past and live in the now and move forward. Yeah. And everything, all your words and all your lyrics have this sense of like whatever hurting. I have I want her to go away and I want to keep moving forward and that that rawness and everything I don't know if I'm right or not but that's how I yeah, that's I the vibe so. I feel from your music and what I'm getting from I mean yeah music is a way for me to deal with what's going on and I, I grew up traveling my dad owns a travel company so mm -hmm. at such a young age I mean obviously coming to India and seeing horrible things and um, just yeah. poverty wise and especially South America or Egypt or wherever China you know it was just a lot to see as a kid so I think 
all of that, obviously he would teach me like, don't ask questions that don't have answers. Don't spend your life trying to figure out things that you're never going to know. So instead I kind of look inwards and I observe people way too much. I mean, all artists do that, you know, like you feel things a little more. It's really creepy. Endearing sometimes. (laughs) Um, But for some reason, a lot of my songs are definitely mostly about what I'm, what I'm feeling. But it's so Mm. cool though. When you like, I was telling him the other day, like for me, when I wrote like Fire or Letters to Tosca, like I'm in my room really pissed at some boy or something, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, need to get it out. And then it's crazy to hear people after shows and saying like, that song got me through my breakup or, yeah. oh my God, you know, and it's, I mean, everyone has their yeah. own experience. We all experience the same things in different ways. Yeah. So it's cool. I mean, music. But it's nice. I think there's like, there, there is a sense of rawness to like the music that you put out there. <laughs> but at the sense of, there's also the sense of like, I want to be healed. Like I want to move on. I want to push forward. Yeah. I want to find that sort of way. Like, like I, I kept imagining like, a, like you know when a ship is coming out from the harbor and moving like through water I don't know I was getting like you know you get images in your head when you hear people's music yeah. like those are the kind of things like water and <laughs> moving forward that sounds weird you should, you should direct my music videos <laughs> yeah <right? laughs> really I'm just yeah. I'm a creep too okay, cool. <laughs> fellow creeps together um, now there was also a visual EP that you put out called yeah. Asia right yeah um, where you had picked uh, three of your songs and you had um, there was a fire where you'd use a Bharatnatyam dancer <laughs> and so come watch. Kill it. This is just like. I think you know more nerd. about her You know more about me does. than I know about me. I'm like, wait, when did I do that? <laughs> nerd 101. Um, so, and then Willows, which is my favorite song. Um, you There was a ballet dancer in that one. Yeah. And um, uh, there was a two contemporary dancers. That yeah, modern contact and, dancers. That yeah, was really yeah. cool. So um, what was, I mean, I understand that you anyway started with a background in, in, in dance. So this putting together dance and music must have been so much fun for you yeah it was it was it was awesome honestly I mean the filming and all of that it was I wish we had more time because in Boston then it was like snowing horrible weather mm. it sucked so like the filming <laughs> parts was really hard but um getting just giving my music to someone and seeing what they came they choreographed everything like I didn't tell them what to do oh, really so, so I just was... gave them the songs and wanted okay. to see what they came up with but I used to do all of those kinds of dance so um and I had a couple friends who were went to Boca like Boston Conservatory or whatever dancers yeah. and we just kind of came up with the idea and and just did it um so it was really cool to see what they all came up with and they're all beautiful girls they all yeah yeah yeah, they were amazing and and all of it sort of came together really nicely i think that sort of the way they used the music to express themselves with the dance and everything was and it was all diy you know it was Mm -hmm. like a student from mass art massachusetts art college she um just let us use the black room at their college and we would go just find open like the docks in boston like open areas you know and just did it all on our own and it was just so cool i love doing that i love like recycled art kind of thing yeah like taking someone else's work i mean i do that with other people's music but taking yeah. someone else's work and just making something of your own on top or aside yeah <laughs> or bottom underneath or <laughs> bottom underneath. right next to it wherever really. <laughs> prepositions those are all prepositions right yeah do I know grandma prepositions <laughs> sorry okay so um, you had mentioned a little earlier when we were chatting that you said that certain things, like whether it's a boy who's made you angry or yeah. whatever. Sorry, Anthony, boys make us very <laughs> I, angry. I know. I've girls been make me angry too. It's been years. Actually, so I yeah, understand. that's true. I mean, girls have made me angry too, but not not as angry as boys. <laughs> yeah, I think. No. Boys are just incredibly frustrating. God, <laughs> every single time. So, <laughs> wow, Wait. maybe you need to start writing music. No, I just need to beat people. No, <laughs> I, it comes out through violence no <laughs> but um where what kind of inspires your music like what are the things that really kindle 
um, a lot of the songs that you come up with? Experiences, observations, movies. Really? Um, yeah, movies. Like, like what sometimes? movies? Oof, I don't even know what movies. I don't really, I don't know. I don't know what movies. <laughs> but just like when I go see a movie and then I start thinking about something or yeah. some article I read or um, or just, you know, actually how it works is for me, I'll just be walking and I'll think of a really cool line and I'll like record it in my phone and not like the melody, but just write it in my phone. Mm-hmm. And then from that line, I'll think of the story. Like, you know, yeah. and then it, most of the time it just kind of manifests from something I'm already going through or I saw or I heard. So it's not like I just witnessed stuff and I'm like, oh, I'm going to write a song about that. Like lines kind of just come to me. And if I really like one, then I know I'm going to like the song because yeah. I like singing that one line. So, yeah, you know what? I know exactly what you I, I get what you mean. I remember my mom took me for this like extremely obscure French movie. OK, and it was just bizarre. And a lot of it was it was very strange. But there was only one thing I took away from it. There's this one line in the movie where the, the, the lead character, this guy, is like madly in love with this girl. But she's not interested in him. She She's in love with someone else, a much older guy. And they're married and everything. But he has this like fascination with her like he likes watching her and he likes observing her and whatever she does and so there's like one yeah pretty much so there's one point where he's sitting next to her and he's sort of telling him about a dream telling her about a dream he had with her in it and she's getting a little bit not weirded out but she's like god you're strange but there's one moment where she asks him she asks him why do you keep looking at me and he says i feast my eyes to feed my dreams well, and it was just like a beautiful, yeah. But it was a beautiful. That was the only thing I took away from that movie. Yeah, it was just a beautiful phrase, and I was like, "That's really nice." Yeah, or even oh, that's totally what I was telling like things like <laughs> Stop yeah, me, dude. please. <laughs> that, that's when you know how when you're driving from like Bandera to town, and there's yeah. that um, statue where it says a child gives birth to a mother. Yes, dude. That sh- when I saw that, I was just like writing, like, okay, what else? <laughs> what other opposites can I flip around mm. and make really cool? <laughs> But yeah, so that happens, you know, and then your mind just turns. It is. And I think all kinds of things can inspire you. The strangest things can inspire you. So um, now just what are your plans like right now? I did because I stalked you. I heard about Zoya plugged in. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now. Yeah, a lot. I mean, I just got off tour from the Kickstarter tour that we just Mm -hmm. did. Um, And then like literally two weeks after getting off tour, I came to India. One way ticket, that kind of thing. Nice. Um, But it's been Awesome. First mm-hmm. of all, I mean, obviously I'm here to explore the indie scene here. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because I study music business and I come from the U.S. and like the U.K. culture where singer-songwriters are well-known or respected and people want to go and listen to what people have to say in mm-hmm. a venue um, with their lyrics. And mm-hmm. that's the music I love. So um, I thought it was so interesting that that scene here hasn't been super exploited yet by mainstream no. media at all. And there is really like people hasn't. like friends like mine, like Vasada or Nishé or whatever, they're doing it. But it's just still, there's, I don't know, there's a disconnect there. And I just thought it was interesting to There is. See. I think there's also this... Um, uh, I think in India there's this want to be entertained. Yeah, it's not about listening to different voices. It's not I mean, about being inspired. It's about just yeah. let's get me out of fun. Yeah, <laughs> which is totally fine, you know. But I just think no, in but there's the US, so much more. There is also environments that you could go if you do want to sit down and listen to that kind of. I feel like mm. here it's mainly classical music that you'll go sit down and yeah, or like plays or something. But um, 
so yeah, that that's what I'm doing now here, just checking out the scene, seeing how much I want to invest in this mm-hmm. um, as for my music. And already it's been so fun. I mean, meeting everyone and seeing people from like OML or MTV or whoever, just being yeah. so stoked about this like change that's happening. Um, so I think it's awesome to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, but also I'm here promoting a record that we just made. It's called Zoya Plugged In. Mm-hmm. And it's nine producers um, from around the world, basically all went to Berkeley with me. They remixed one of my songs from the last two albums I put mm-hmm. out. Um, and it's really, really good. And I know. I'm so I heard they like these thirty second yeah. like clips of them. It's oh like, my god! I couldn't believe. And it's the same kind of thing. Recycled art. I gave them my stems, and they did what they want with their style. I didn't want to say anything. I wanted them to make, and all of them turned out so cool. And I love it, electronic music. Like yeah. I mean, I I like to sing for pop stuff sometimes or hip hop and all of that. So it's not like I'm just like everyone needs to sit down and listen to singer-songwriters. It's like, I love other no, types, yeah. types of music. And they've done a really good job. Like, yeah. all of those songs sound so different as well because you have a produ- different yeah. producer on every one. So the, so the album is electronic music, but we're, we attached a campaign to it um, because there's so many people involved. Um, so we're giving all the proceeds to schools and the day poor for them to install electricity. Mm-hmm. So it's we call it the Power of Power campaign. Um, so yeah, it, like, releases October 20th. And it's awesome because we all, there's 10 different artists involved and um yeah we just really hope to put electricity in these schools that's really so. cool so if anyone wants to uh, be a part of this get in touch with you stalk you like i did what do yeah. they gotta do everything <laughs> everything's on my website www.zoyamusicofficial.com facebook you'll find me zoya music i have the check mark there's some weird people who are trying to pretend to be me really <laughs> yeah Wow. There's a Soya Mohan thing that's not me. And I'm just like, can you stop taking pictures from my profile page, please? That's it's really creepy. weird. See, I'm not um, that creepy. Yeah. Are you I'm sure? A, not yet. I'm an upper class creepy. Like, wait, some men, man. <laughs> uh, have standards, please. Don't <laughs> stoop so low. I mean, in the creepy levels. But um, that's awesome. So what's your last song that you want to play for me? Um, you want to do Swim or Forgive and Forget? Ooh, man. It's up to him. Stuff. It's your choice. It's my choice. Now I'm finally calling the shots. Yeah. I know. After finally. years of investment, <laughs> I don't even know how to handle this moment. Right <laughs> don't uh, cry. Uh, Try to keep oh the tears God. in. Thank you. Should I swim? Uh, yeah, let's do swim. Okay. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm telling you to tell me to do swim. <laughs> okay. But I feel a little less so each time your love is so colorful. Advisors are a guiding on sign, but I finally drove out where the sky is dark enough to see stars. And I found I miss no one. Just listen to the swishing of distinct cars. Oh, I hope I'll never see the ocean again. Pushing and pulling out. So far from what I came here for I'll let you surround me Let you drown me Out with your din Then I learned how to swim Above myself, watching her to just watch you wanted, pull it 
till friendly ghost Wonder why my whole house feels small I need to tell myself why it's strong enough That I have plenty of blood to give Any topo cradle to need though But this lesson for ain't no way to live So I hope I'll never see the ocean again Pushing and pulling up me as I go deeper and deeper in Till I'm so far from my shore So far from what I came here for I let you surround me, let you drown for being on my show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed our trip down memory lane. Come back next week for our journey through space and time. Till then, do subscribe, follow, rate, and review us on the podcast app of your choice because it helps those among us discover our humble podcast. And of course, that would make me very happy indeed. Do check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Made in India. That's M-A-E-D. Catch us on the flip side. Seriously, Hussein, I'm not saying that. I'll catch you normally on this side only. 